Genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we won't know the extent of the damage until we get into <laughs> Spider-Man 2, one shop class taking minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Nathan. And I'm Mark. And we are from the DC Cinematic Minute podcast. Welcome, guys. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having us back. It's a pleasure. Yeah, of course. Likewise, likewise. Uh, today, we are talking about uh, Minute 41 of Spider-Man 2. Minute 41 begins with the surgeon explaining how and where the arms are fused into the body and spine of Otto Octavius and ends with uh, one of the tentacles uh, going full face hugger on a doctor as he (laughs) screams in horror. Yeah, or like Anaconda. You guys remember that movie? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. J-Lo. Hello it's cool four J. anacondas, right? Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube, not LL Cool J. He yeah. was uh, in the that, beginning. That of... was Deep Blue Sea yeah. as LL Cool J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, you can remember because his hat is like a shark's fin. So, uh, that's it. Or a chef hat. I remember because mm-hmm. LL Cool J was talking about how people shouldn't be putting milk in their omelets. And I am against that as well. And I was always like, yeah, why do people put milk in their omelets? Fluffier eggs. No. That's no. such a... No. Don't I'm, do that. I'm with you 100% on this. I will, I will die. <laughs> this, is, this, is one of those, this is one of those hills I will die on. It does not make the yeah. eggs fluffier. It makes them wetter and grosser. Uh, yeah. It smells like rotten milk. Uh, it's terrible. It's like yeah. one of those things like the other day someone was like, oh yeah, you put sour cream in your guacamole. And I was like, what are you doing? Ew. Please what? don't do that. I that, that. Wait, they put it in it? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. just like, okay, but what if you have guacamole and like as well as sour cream? Oh yeah, it's that's fine. fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. I you love sour don't, cream. Don't sully just, the guac like recipe. Uh, just don't yeah. mix them. Yeah. You want to know how you make your eggs fluffier? How? Uh, yeah. A uh, little bit of pancake batter. Put, throw a little bit of pancake what? batter in the eggs. Yeah, <gasps> and like, it'll does make it, have it to be like the real, real batter, or just the, the just the powder. Yeah, well, you know, you actually have to like mix a little water in it and make it up. Scott, a little bit. that's two breakfasts you're making. Oh <laughs> no, my it's God. not. It's a scenario where it's, you're already having the breakfast with pancakes. It's right? literally like it's, it's literally a spoonful. Is all I'm talking. Yeah. Like half a spoonful. <laughs> And you okay. put a little bit of water in there. It's really, it really just looks like you're about to do drugs, like on the spoon, is what <laughs> it looks like. But it yeah. makes your eggs fluffier. It is awesome. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. You know what else is awesome? <laughs> Recipes aside, um, yeah. Let's talk about uh, minute forty-one. Um, so okay, so the first thing that I I uh, noticed was you know he's 
talking about all this medical medical stuff and just sort of um you know like oh yeah this is fused to that and yada yada um laminectomy yeah. or whatever right right mm-hmm. but then he mentioned the laminectomy so i wanted to look that up and mm. uh laminectomy is uh, a process in which uh the lamina vertebral 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 bone that is really hard to say uh, <laughs> i am not a doctor um, uh, the lamina is removed from the spine and then, uh, but it, the recovery, you'd think like, oh, like a, like a, a, a part of your vertebra is being pulled out of your spine. That sounds horrible. And like something mm. that would take a long time to, uh, get over it, but it's actually just a few days. Apparently. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh. Apparently it's a, it's a pretty, um, uh, I don't want to say normal, um, <laughs> normal thing, but it, it is with people who have back problems, which is, you know, a lot of people, uh, this will happen sometimes and, uh, Whoa. they'll, they'll take it out. And what, what, what you do is you take it out and it spaces everything out. It's sort of like when you get your wisdom teeth removed before you get braces, um, uh, you know, to like, uh, so that all your alleviate teeth... space. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah to make it huh. easier for your teeth to straighten out and everything. Um, that's sort of what this is, but for your spine. And so Uh. I assume they're thinking that he might need this, uh, to make room for whatever is going to be stuck in there forever. Yeah. Um, Or like they they have to like remove the back part of the vertebrae just to like access all the nonsense he did with the nanowires. Like just, I don't know. Well, I mean, this is like literally a vertebra bone. Um, like, mm-hmm. like a chunk of a bone, like it's, it's just like they Ugh. remove it and then fuse the spine back together. If I'm, Jeez. if, yeah, if I'm, if Ugh. I'm reading this correctly, I could be wrong again. I'm okay. not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like you're, you're like your little, your little vertebrae, they kind of look like a trident almost. Mm-hmm. And like the top, the top one, the one that like usually pokes out of your back and makes you look like Godzilla with the spines coming oh, yeah, up yeah, your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So they, they pop that out like a Lego piece Ugh. and it like relieves the pressure. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's what, I, yeah, it's, it's pop really one back in. I don't like know if they pop one? it back in to, uh, but they Metal? just do it to relieve the pressure in your spinal cord. Um, but wait, like, how many times can you get that done? Like, how many, how many of those for can each get individual one? Yeah, by uh, each individual vertebrae. What happens if you get all those that just that third one removed on your entire back? Can you just not? Are you just straight man, straight back, <laughs> straight man? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You just get a deeper groove down the center of your back. But uh, yeah, no I'm pretty bumps. sure it's like the reverse of a Godzilla spine. You just get a right. yeah, they just remove con- it concave. Oh, weird. Ew. But I think I don't yeah. think that's what actually happens. Don't quote me on this, guys. Okay. Again, <laughs> we're not doctors. Wouldn't it be weird to like look at someone's back and there'd just be like bump, 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 and then smooth skin, and then bump, 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 and it's like you'd have more questions. You'd be like, "What happened?" I'm like, what is wrong with you? It'd probably be a lot less weird than the like weird uh, spinal metal contraption that's on the back of him right now so right. i don't know yeah. i always like that and one. i that think thing it's i think awesome. it's like uh <laughs> the, what the whole point of the laminectomy is well one of the cool things about this minute that you sent us is the way it starts is it's on that shot so you can really look at it you can really mm-hmm. look at the uh what's going on there and so normally when like earlier in the film when you guys covered it and they have like just like the the pin needles that they go in mm-hmm. yeah and you think it's just like a straight bar but this shows that it like not only did, once it reaches it, it like splintered into like this 
monstrosity of like webbing that or hey look yeah the, nan- the nano go. wires yeah we yeah, yeah it's it's uh the needles were the pins were uh i mean they definitely hold the whole piece in um but it's they're they're mostly there as applicators so they're they're mm-hmm. they're like uh almost like uh syringes that are ejecting right. the the uh nano wires in directly into the spine while also mm-hmm. holding the whole thing together um, yeah. yeah, just grab yeah, it's like a med- fiber optic Remember, thing in your so, body. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And so like Nate, you and I do are doing Dawn of Justice Minute. We're talking about this too with the mother box. And so like we mentioned like imagine oh, yeah. that like oh, that makes sense. biomechatronic like monstrosity, like grabbing it's grabbing your spinal cord, like Ugh. as a human being. And so like imagine those nanowires just like, hey, we live here now, and they just like <laughs> do that. Like look at that. That's like a tumbleweed of metal that just like grabs that's basically you is that spinal cord yeah yeah Yeah. it's hideous i hate looking at it and thinking about it Uh, it fascinates Uh, the hell out of me what i what i love looking at though is uh the opening shot of this minute is (sighs) one of the coolest craning crane shots i think i've ever seen uh in a in a movie period but especially in an interior uh, yeah. You know, typically you use a crane for an exterior shot, not an mm-hmm. interior. And here they're using the crane for an interior shot. And you start close on that monitor, like you guys were talking about, uh, really looking at the details of this to the point where we're really just looking at the surgeon's finger. Yeah. And then we pull all the way out and reveal the entire room. And we're like weaving between the between the tentacles and we're also like catching a guy like pulling out like the the buzz saw yeah um, it just <laughs> it's all timed really perfectly and it is just a phenomenal shot like this shot is just so alive with material that we're we're seeing and it's just it's so well executed that i am kind of in awe of it cuz i yeah. mean it's it's a thing yeah. of beauty like when once we're in that wide shot and we see like these crazy 14 foot long uh, tentacles just like hanging there yeah. mm-hmm. oh my god it's beautiful what a phenomenal really shot yeah and it, there's some there's all these fun little like performance details in there like my favorite is like as the surgeon is doing the like explanation at the beginning he ducks underneath one of the tentacles to keep mm-hmm. talking. Like he just uses it like a, a, you know, like a doorway or something or that we have people do a foreground cross, not just with the um, uh, buzzsaw bit, but like somebody comes by with like a drill later. It's just like, it's another one of those like dance type operations, but it's like, uh, like many times more complicated than the exterior shot we had last mm-hmm. week. It's just so cool. Yeah, it's like ER was popular then, right? So maybe maybe that was the influence. Everybody was just used to being in an operating room. Yeah, they yeah. were into that that they walking. Were like, hey, you guys like these operating rooms? Check it out. We're gonna make this camera do snake maneuvers, and <laughs> freak you guys out. Yeah, it almost looks like they uh, they probably use like what is it? The fourth arm, like one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. The bottom fourth corner, mm-hmm. like and like the way that arm is positioned, it almost mimics the camera rail. Like, yeah. oh, a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. kind of does. So they they just pointed at that arm and go, follow that arm. Yeah. Just, yeah. Are these are these tentacles fully uh, extended in this dormant state right now? Yes. Or do they do yeah. they extend? Okay, okay. They, so they, from, they can get shorter though. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're okay. at rest. They're at like four and a half feet long, and then fully extended about fourteen feet. And so I guess okay. the idea here is because he's unconscious, they're just totally limp and fully extended. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
It's how crazy, l- monstrous, cool looking. Oh yeah. How how long you guys think it took them to prep this room for this? Oh geez. Uh, I mean, th- th- like this this room looks like it had to have just been built. You know, this is an entire set. It's like it oh no no. I like mean a, like I mean a, I mean the doctors in the movie. <laughs> like, oh in snap. The fiction. Oh yeah. <laughs> in the fiction. In the in fiction. fiction. Oh, I have no idea. Hours. Fourteen hours. Yeah. I mean, it, it had yeah. to have taken a while. And like I I it, I I can't tell if he's under anesthesia. Like, are they are they doing this with him? just unconscious and and not under anesthesia or or you know because he wakes up so quickly mm-hmm. that yeah. maybe it's I, the violence of it later plus the like the feedback back into his spine that like they can wake him up the uh, the, the arms oh, you know like yeah. even under the anesthesia so i don't think they'd attempt anesthesia. something like this without making sure he was well and properly under you would okay. think so. Well, <laughs> you would. You would. Yeah. <laughs> and they can sense the danger. Like when they like hear the buzzsaw and like that would be like a, a defense mechanism where they go, what is that noise? Yeah. Like a frequency. Yeah. We got to think of them as like animals. And like, well, like I'm glad you guys brought up the room because I was thinking like, this is not, this is not an operating room. No, this, this looks like, like the morgue. It yeah, looks, yeah. This was like, they were like. With all the subway uh, tiles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, this They're is a room like, they got a. We need down. a. We need a room. <laughs> yeah, they prepped. They prepped like a. It all like it. it I mean, you could store a car in here. Like this is a yeah. huge room. Um, yeah, you'd have I wrote, to. Uh, yeah. What did I write? I wrote makeshift hospital garage. Is what I wrote. <laughs> Because that's what it feels like. They were yeah. like, uh, here, wheel in all this equipment because there's no way we can put this guy in a hospital operating room, like a normal one. Right. Yeah. It almost looks like a uh, almost like a lobby that they turned into a room that they like kind of like closed off or something. Um, yeah. Like I could I could see I could picture like like seating and stuff in here. Um, mm-hmm. if you wheeled all this stuff back out, cause yeah, it's right. definitely not, there are definitely not any permanent fixtures in here at all. Nothing. No. Yeah. No. It's and they, all on they, carts. Yeah. They nail it with the, the color scheme, like whatever the, like just a whole, uh, pattern or like, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, color palette, palette. color yeah, palette, yeah. <clears throat> because like, it's got like that, like kind of used uh new york kind of feel with like the green brick and like mm-hmm. there's something about it that just f- makes it feel like spider-man's new york kind of yeah vibe well because it totally. feels like vaguely like late late 50s early 60s yeah. kind of coloring yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh so this this line um this line where the doctor says anybody take shop class and everybody laughs yeah. Uh, that is like literally my nightmare of being in a, <laughs> it, of being in surgery and all the doctors are laughing at me. Like, <laughs> but I can't do anything cause I'm asleep and I'm just like right there and they're just making fun of me. That's my, that's like, a, I have, I have nightmares about this. They, they probably do that. Right. Like you, I mean, oh. if you have ugh, like a, a job as weird and strange as doing surgery, there, there's got to be like in the midst of it. I know they play music and stuff. I know yeah. they joke around a bit. So like the idea of like, look at this weird dude with all this stuff on him. Crazy, right? <laughs> like they would just do that. And I feel bad about it. But also maybe that's the only way they can like process it without freaking out because they have to cut people up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Don't, de- don't dentists talk? 
crap about you all the time in front of you? Like dentist? Dentists, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, isn't that a normal thing? It's like nail salon. Is that like, racist? You know when you go like see your dentist, but then they bring in like the main dude and then he comes and look at your teeth and then he like, look at this guy's messed up teeth. And you're like, excuse me, <laughs> yeah, I'm right I'm, here. Yeah, but if I'm, a, if I'm awake, I'm fine with it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It's when it's behind my back. Like this is literally behind his back. His yeah, back no, is yeah. facing them. <laughs> And and they're making fun of him uh, when he's a, when he's asleep. That just that bums me out. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it kind of gets us on the side of the tentacles for a second. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. I'm just like, yeah, yeah these I, all these jerk doctors deserve what's about to happen. To them. <laughs> One uh, question lead, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Why are the tentacles covered? Um, are we getting to that later? Was that has that already been answered? No, it hasn't. I mean, no. this is our first. Like last week, we only had the insert shot of the monitor, so we haven't seen like the whole room layout yet. So this is all brand new. Yeah, um, I don't know. It looks cool. Maybe it's for san- to be sanitary in some way. Sanitary. Yeah, my like my censorship. I thought maybe like if anybody were passing by, they didn't want want. I don't know. That's weird to me. Why are they covered? Like it Someone, looks cool. Like, it looks great. Uh, yeah. Like some rookie nurse had to come in and like put all these sheets over yeah. these arms. Mm. I'm. I my thing was like, oh, for you don't want to get blood on the arms. That I, I don't know. It's like, oh, mm. I guess if Ox wearing a gown, maybe the tentacles have to wear gowns too. So after you cut off the arms, all you have to do is just tie off. And it's already it's already packaged up. It's That's already true. bandaged up. I, I mean, pra- I mean, practically speaking, I like I I don't know story narratively. I'm not sure, but practically speaking, it's they're definitely covered because this is a long, complicated shot, and they don't want to get the reflection of the camera equipment in the metal of the arms. Stuff. Um, yeah. All right. That's. That is the that that is the real answer. Uh, narratively, I have no idea. Does it? Because it, <laughs> yeah. it looks like it they're looks just cool. laying. Yeah, it looks cool. It definitely looks cool. It just mm-hmm. looks like a bunch of scrubs that they just laid all over them. Yeah, um, yep. yeah. yeah. It almost looks like I, they're doing their laundry like simultaneously. Maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> I like the yeah. extension of modesty <laughs> idea that they were like, yeah. you know, for patients, we cover them up and we only expose the one part. Like if they're doing like spinal surgery on you, normally yeah. they only open the one part of your gown to show the parts of your spine that they're actually operating on, like oh, tape yeah. it down and stuff. Yeah. But so for this, it's like I don't know. This weird doctor got all these arms. I guess we'll cover everything. I, like it would feel wrong not to. I don't know. Yeah, I like, like that's like, what I was going with it. I honestly thought like that the was only it. the only mm. practical reason that I had not like d- very different from Scott's, but I was like, uh, it's supposed to be scary, so I was like, <laughs> that's how you make <laughs> they look. They look like ghosts. Yeah, or yeah, like just. <laughs> Every scary movie has just, you know, tarps covering stuff for no reason and like that that looks spookier. It does look so, spooky. Yeah. 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 How, why what is that about like the idea that like clearly being able to see that they are big scary tentacles but not being able to look at the surface of them? Uh well, it's because I well, I don't think it's I mean, I I guess I guess there's an element of that, but there's something about um to me about covering it like they're like they're almost like a car in a garage, you know, and you're like covering ah, it. Yeah. And so and so it makes them feel inanimate and not non-lethal ah. and non-threatening. So that when they turn out to be threatening and they're actually like monster creatures, um <laughs> uh the, it, it's I guess it's like more jarring. And I think that right. maybe that's what they're going for I think, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best explanation. 
for the per- the nurses themselves to like have a out of out of sight out of mind kind of mentality like like if they don't see it they don't have to worry about it right like i think that's a i think that's probably the best explanation in it, universe especially because it looks like a morgue already and you cover dead bodies with sheets right you know? like these things are dead let's cover them up and let's <laughs> get to town <laughs> Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Buzzsaw here. Uh, this is Dr. Isaacs, and this is really the only minute he's in because uh, he gets attacked at the end of it. Um, and uh, this is this actor is Kelly Connell, who is hard to figure out to track him down because uh, he's just called Dr. Isaacs in the credits, but he's never called Dr. Isaacs in the actual text of the film, so it's hard to find. Plus, he doesn't have any pictures of himself up on IMDb, but I did figure out it's him. Um, and he is one of those actors that's like, been in a whole bunch of stuff you know he uh, plays a lot of doctors and lawyers and priests he was on the fresh prince of bel-air boston legal happy endings um i guess like the main thing i know him from that i thought was a fun tidbit is uh in buffy the vampire slayer there's an episode uh well it's a two-parter actually where like uh bounty hunters are sent after our, our our lead character buffy and there's one weird creepy bounty hunter assassin who can turn himself into worm worms and bugs and he like comes to to kill her, and that that is this same actor right here, Kelly Connell. What? So, uh, yeah. What's my line? Part one and two. Kelly Connell, man. Yeah. Oh man, yep. that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. yeah. He's also Sklar in Star Trek Voyager and the air controller on Hot Shots mm. and Hot Shots Part Two. Hmm. 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 So good job, Kelly Connell. You really sold all this <laughs> jargon. Like I believe he knows what he's talking about here. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a real way and not like a like a TV medical procedural way. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a hard distinction to make, but I know what you mean. Like it just sounds like like when he lists off like the names of the procedures and the whatnot, he sounds like a doctor. Mm-hmm. A real one. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to do. Even though I feel like you would be talking about all of this way before you actually got into the surgical <laughs> room. Um, I, you know, I feel like there's a little prep work involved that you would be talking to your team way before you're actually in the room with the guy. But uh, that seems. <laughs> they just wing it, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, here's what I think we should do, right? Is that cool? Let's go. Let's, <laughs> Let's start. <laughs> Let's start. Uh, um. So, yeah, we get this. Um, this is. I, well, I guess I guess it would probably be uh, more fair to bring up like the 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 sequence as a whole on tomorrow's minute. So I won't. Yeah, I, I won't. I, I won't so much get into that. But um, I will say that uh, I I remember seeing the storyboards for this sequence, and uh, it's pretty incredible. And. I uh, I just I love the way that it's laid out. Like I love that mm-hmm. he sees the arm chassis move first and then goes to slice into the into the arm and then you see the reflection of the tentacle and the guy in front of his him like safety goggles and then it just attacks oh that's so cool just the way that it's all laid out is so good it's really Uh, good it's that's Mm -hmm. bill pope uh uh Raising the bar on the glasses thing again, right? He did it with the Matrix. Oh, he, right. They did a ripoff in the first, and he's done like two or three shots in this film where it's reflections off of glasses, and it's cool as hell. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. It's like a, a cobra coming up out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I Are love it saws so the best thing to try to remove these things? Why doesn't anybody have a blowtorch? Like, mm. is that a, like a normal thing? Blowtorch. Well, because they're impervious to heat. 
yeah. uh, the uh, the materials that the all right, all right, all right. impervious to heat magnetism right. has to be able to mess with them. Yeah, has to be able to push down a sun. Uh, <laughs> it's true. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> so impervious to heat. Blowtorch wouldn't do anything. Um, Maybe in yeah, a hospital, they, they had the so notes oxygen. from Otto's presentation where he explained everything about the arms. <laughs> so like, mm, all right. I, I believe that. I really do believe that. They got, they got the whole, they got all the notes jot down. <clears throat> um, I lo- love this scene so much. Just this, like these three minutes that we have are just, just good stuff for me. I really love it. I do have more notes. Like, I think I'm saving my, my love for like the sequence, like you said, Scott, for tomorrow's minute, yes. just because we really get all of it in its glory. Um, yeah. Because this is just in uh, you know the director's wheelhouse, which we'll get into right, tomorrow. Right, right. But but yeah, ju- um, it's just it's the it's the just the idea of of uh, the way that this is all set up and the way that it mm-hmm. escalates so immediately. Um, yeah, <clears throat> is done really really well. Uh, I I and it's yeah. I mean, the direction of this is just uh, stellar. Um, Absolutely, uh, this movie. <laughs> um, was this one of the first films that kind of introduced like seeing a movie in 3D? Because I remember that being a big thing with this film, right? With the whole tentacles, right? No. Wasn't I don't that remember a... this being no, in 3D. No, that wasn't 3D. No, yeah. no. 3D, 3D, I think the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first um, the first film to be widely released in 3D. You're going to say Spy Kids 3D. I'm going to throw this computer. <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 no. Because that wasn't real. That wasn't uh, real D 3D. That was like, right. you know, the paper glasses or whatever, um, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think the first one, I want to say it was Alice in Wonderland, actually. For, for real D? Yeah, like Avatar. Real D, real D 3D was Avatar. Yeah, that was, was Avatar. Oh, was Avatar before mm-hmm. that? Yeah, before the, yeah, the, the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when was yeah. the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland? I thought it was like 2009ish. I want to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was about. So it was like a year later or two years later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because um, we've always had like since the 1950s at least we've always had like the ability to do red green right. Uh, I, you know, paper like you said paper glasses 3D, but um like the digital projection screen uh, 3D wasn't really wide until like 2008 because. Literally, you have to have a different type of projector for it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. There were so few places that had it. Oh no! You know what was the? You know what was the earliest ones? It was the uh, Disney animated movies. It was like Meet the Robinsons and uh, oh, that yeah. re-release of Nightmare yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas that they would do right. every year. Yeah, um, those yeah, were the yeah. earliest ones. Where mm-hmm. and then and then I think Avatar was the first like movie that was released that was made in three D. And released yeah. in 3D day of. Like, I don't even think they did day of releases back then. I think it was like a... Right, right. Yeah. A secondary thing. Yeah, secondary release. Yeah. Like, go see it again in 3D. Um, and uh, yeah, so no, it was definitely... It was like four or five years before uh, everything was in 3D. If I'm not mistaken, I think the first Amazing Spider-Man was the, was the first Spider-Man movie released in 3D. And they made a huge deal about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our, our here in Orlando, like our experience with 3D is like we're like I don't know. We had Terminator the the ride here in Universal. We've had yeah. it for like since the almost yeah. like you know 1995 or whatever, right. and it, or whenever that movie came out. And it, and you know like so everything about 3D is like lost on me and when things came out and whatnot. But <laughs> I remember the and like the T1000 in that in that ride always did like the it came up right in your face kind of thing. Yep. And yeah. And so like this movie, I always remember like these arms, there's, there's, it's like 
at least three, if not more than that, shots of the arm just attacking the camera. Yeah. And it's like, and you know, every time I watch it, I go, was this in 3D? Did I mm-hmm. see it in 3D? No, I just, that's just a Sam Raimi thing. Yeah, that's just a Sam Raimi thing. He loves doing that stuff. In fact, I, 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 man, it would be really cool if they did a theatrical re-release of Spider-Man 2 and did it in 3D. Uh, oh man that would be that would be a cool excuse to revisit this movie maybe like next year for its uh 15th anniversary um that would be that would wink. be cool money on the wink, table wink. yeah come yeah. on come on marvel yeah i mean sony at, at least this one <laughs> yeah. It, yeah i mean it, it 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 won't because we've got another spider-man movie coming out next year <laughs> uh so they're not gonna do that um but uh it would be it would be cool if they did um, oh yeah, we have the, the we have the Spider-Man ride here in Universal. I totally forgot about that. And Don oh Don yeah, right. Yeah. In it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. so the last thing that I wanted to mention was um the the sounds that the oh, yeah. that the that the tentacles make that that sort of um you know kind of uh vaguely raptor-esque sound that they make <laughs> yeah. uh it's mm-hmm. it's straight out of Jurassic Park like the hissing yeah. and the uh just the sort of like that, like that little squeal that they do um mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is that is combined with the sort of like whirring and motory sounds like it's just oh man it is it is the sound design in this movie is uh top notch um absolutely and it's something yeah. that isn't talked about a lot the sound design, but mm-hmm. the sound design is incredible in this movie. Oh Super yeah. Super visceral. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. And you know, there's uh there's only two things that really need to get me for like a, a scary, you know, villain or anything, but it's like dinosaurs or it's gotta be like some sort of cyborg or like metal or like, you know, when we get to the, when we get to the third, our third minute, minute 43, you know, I'll get into really why I like this character so much, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely those those notes are they bleed into why I like this character so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really well designed and executed on in every level, I guess. <laughs> uh, audio audio wise as well. What's the word for that? Auditorily, audibly, 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 yeah, audibly. Audibly.com. No, no, that's not that's not the website. Also, we're not sponsored by them. Let's. It is now. I mispronounced it then. Uh, (laughs) It was planned. It was planned. That might as well be. That's all I got for this minute, you guys. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think so. Uh, So, yeah, tell uh, tell everybody where they can find you guys. Well, we do a podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Uh, Right now, we're going through Dawn of Justice. Uh, Yeah, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute. And uh, you can find us on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, and you can chat with us there. You're doing Suicide Squad next, right? Yeah, it'll be next. And I think what we what we plan to do is we plan to release what is what would like virtually be season three of Two Old Media, which would include Suicide Squad Minute, Jackie Brown Minute from Tarantino Minute, and uh, the Spy Who Shagged Me from Austin Powers Minute. And those are all kind of released around the fall area, kind of after. Uh, movies by minutes, little convention in Denver, oh, Colorado. Nice. nice. That's nice. a really cool yeah. way of doing it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. A little a little fall release schedule. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um. All right. Well, uh, guys, we'll 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 talk to you more uh, tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, you guys can talk to us today, right now, at the Spider-Man <laughs> Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook. Uh, join the group if you're not in there yet, and uh, tell us what you think about this scene and. Uh, 
whether or not you have a, a debilitating fear of doctors talking to you while you're unconscious, talking about you <laughs> while you're unconscious. Um, uh, yeah, and in the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 42. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.